Good morning, everyone. Lee Henson here from Agile Dad. It's time for the Daily Stand-Up. Let's get started. What I can tell you is that it's Friday, and another week's gone by. I'm so excited to be here with you. We have exceeded 90 episodes of the Daily Stand-Up Podcast, and what I can tell you is there's not one yet that I can point out and say that a single episode is my favorite. Each one builds on the others, and this week is no different. This week, we've been studying the top five trending things that are happening with regard to Agile in 2020. And what I can tell you is, even though you might suspect to hear things about social distancing, remote teams, and that kind of stuff, I wanted to focus on other topics, things that we see that are happening within organizations. And this next one is the one that, uh, if I had the theme music from from the Star Wars uh, anthology where the stormtroopers come in if I had that music I would be playing that in the background right now because this is number five on our top five trends and what I can tell you is this one drives me batty but it's happening I call it the proliferation of the agile coaches so what we see is you know since agile is really increasing in popularity that all over there are ripoff certifications, rip-off, agile consultants, and people who want to approach you to offer their services. And I liken this to city management. I know it sounds crazy, but I always ask people, when you're looking for someone to fill the potholes in your neighborhood, is your county going to be or your city going to be the group that hires the person that has the lowest bid? Or are they going to hire the person for a little more that's going to do the best job? Because what you're going to quickly discover is if you're bringing in people with the lowest bid, that automatically what you're going to get is the lowest quality job. And that people just aren't going to come in and do something for nothing, right? But there's so many people out there who want to offer their service as a coach or their service as a trainer, and they don't have the certifications to back it up. So I wanted to talk about part of what I saw in CIO magazine and they discussed, you know, if you're trying to bring in consultants, if you're trying to bring in coaches that you need to at least make sure that they have some coaching credibility or some coaching credentials. So let me give you a couple of examples from the scrum Alliance. Of course you have the certified scrum trainer and you have the coaching certifications. They have two different levels of coaching certifications from the scrum Alliance. Both of those are critical certifications to look for if you're bringing in a coach or a trainer. And it's not because I hold the certification that I'm offering this advice. It's because I really feel like those two certifications are what most people would consider nearly impossible to get. They are just very, very stringent certifications. They're incredibly difficult to get. And the people who do have them have years of experience, they've been vetted by their peers, and they simply are the best of the best. There are just so many really good folks who hold those certifications. And what I can tell you is that's part of what I'd look for. Other certifications, there are certainly people who are trying to transition from traditional project management into agile project management, and you may want to seek out someone who has the PMP. Oftentimes, you'll hear me refer to the PMP as the gold standard of project management. And the reason why I do is because I still feel like there are certain tools or things that you use from your traditional PMP certification in order to help with your Agile implementation later. But I think the real top three things you should be looking for beyond certification, once you know you got somebody with good credentials, you know, number one is look for somebody, a coach, 
who is willing to sell you their time in buckets of hours. Here's why. If a coach is willing to sell you their time in buckets of hours that don't expire, and they have more than one coach that you can choose from to make sure you get the right person to teach you the right things at the right time, and instead of having someone who sits at a desk for 40 hours a week and all the hours have to be used at the same time and and you end up with the same coach trying to coach you on every single thing, it's often better to bring in more than one coach in short spurts or have someone that can do things remotely for you for a set amount of time and have multiple different coaches who specialize in different things. Make sure they're offering hours that don't expire and that they're willing to offer you a trial bucket of hours uh, at a lower rate or at a reduced introductory rate in order for you to be able to try before you buy the big batch. And we found great success doing this. Organizations love being able to bring in an Agile Dad coach and try it out and just see how it flows. And what I can tell you is that this has been one of the key big win points when people select Agile Dad. They love the ability to cycle through a few different coaches on different topics. They love the capability of being flexible with the time and not having to use all their time at once and not having someone just sitting behind a desk rotting there. You know, I think that that's incredibly important. Two, and equally important, is make sure that your coach, once you check and validate their certifications and their credentials, make sure they have tons of public PR. Make sure they have tons of reviews and feedback. That's important. Now, what I will confess is that every single trainer or coach out there has at least one person who wasn't happy. It's just the way it is. But if you look beyond one and you see that 90 plus percent, 95 plus percent of their reviews are all reflecting very positive, that's a good sign. And these should be public reviews, not things that are listed on their website, right? Try on LinkedIn, try on Facebook, try on Google. And what you'll quickly find is that these people are really appealing to people through un unadjusted feedback, feedback that is trustworthy, feedback that cannot be edited, feedback that you can count on. And you can see that they've helped organizations and you can see what types of organizations have helped. And you can even reach out to some of these individuals, especially if they're on LinkedIn, to see exactly where they are. And third and finally, last but not least, you want someone who's going to have some type of satisfaction guarantee. Somebody who's going to come back and say, "Hey, we're not going to be we're not going to leave happy unless you're happy. We're not going to try to get you to do things and then, you know, sprawl out and say, "Okay, we're done." You know, we we want to be there for we want to take advantage of the opportunity to work our way out of a job. And I know that sounds so silly, but one of the mentalities at Agile Dad is we want to teach you how to build your own internal Agile center of excellence. We don't always want to fish for you. You know, we want you to learn how to fish for yourself. And I think that if that's a key focus, you know, we can really make a big difference inside of organizations. And that's what we've seen because I think too many organizations don't realize that Agile requires a mind shift. Agile requires you to change things. It requires you to change the way you think. It's cultural change. It's organizational change. It's certainly an organizational mind shift change. And I think that it requires buy-in at the top levels, as well as buy-in from the folks at the bottom who are actually doing the work. It's that meeting of the minds in the middle that tends to be the hardest part, and that's the part where your Agile coaches are going to get the most street cred and the most delivery capability. What I can tell you is this that we've found that organizations that embrace 
strong, good, efficient, effective agile coaches, they bring a seven to one ratio. So if something takes you seven hours to do, a coach could probably get it done in one. If it takes you seven days, they can get it done in a day. If it takes seven weeks, they can get it done in a week. And it's just the levels of experience and the ideas and the thought processes and the examples and knowing how to avoid the pitfalls. When you combine all that together, the money that you spend on getting a high-quality coach, you're going to get your money back plus some very quickly. This should be a fast turnaround. You shouldn't see this as a deep investment. A lot of people look at coaching and training as deep pocket investments. And what I can tell you is especially these times where people work remote, it's even more important to make sure that all your people have the training they need to be on the same page, to get more frequent delivery cycles, to learn more about limiting whip and to learn more about how they can better and more effectively do their job so that they can produce higher quality products and services the first time without getting you in a jam, without getting you in a pickle. And I think it's just so important for us to recognize the value and for us to focus. And what I can promise you is that if you bring in a strong coach, whether it's an Agile Dad coach or another coach, you certainly won't regret it. It's one of those decisions where as long as you do the vetting that I just now previously spoke of, Coaches are designed to help you be better. Trainers are designed to provide world-class courses to get everyone on the same page. And I think if you couple those two together, there's no way you can lose. So I realized this Friday our topic was a little more agile, but I wanted it to lean on the things that you could do in your organization to really focus on making sure that you're avoiding avoiding the what I call agile coach pyramid scheme, right? where you got all these other coaches who, oh, I can help you with this or I can help you with that. You know, you want to make sure you get the right people in to do the right job who are going to help you be the most effective in your time of need. So as always, I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you enjoy yourself. Stay, stay safe, stay healthy, stay agile. And until Monday, my friends, do take care. <laughs>